If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. A promotional fee has been paid by the sponsor of this program for its editorial content. Statements, views, and beliefs expressed by the sponsor do not reflect those of WOKV or Cox Media Group. In the House with Ken and Jared is brought to you by Universal Roof and Contracting. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues with In the House with Ken and Jared. For all your questions on roofing, siding, and home improvement, call 340-1045. Ken and Jared at Universal Roof are ready to answer your questions. In the house on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, hey, welcome. That's right. In the house with Ken and Jared, your home improvement questions are answered right here, right now. Hi, my name is Jared Mellick. I own a business called Universal Roof and Contracting. We are uh, your premier roofing, siding, and windows contractor, and we are here to answer your home improvement questions. Number to dial is 340-1045. That's right, 340-1045. You can email me a question to questions at universalroofjacks.com. Beautiful day? Not really. It's gonna it's gonna rain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> uh, and uh, if uh, I own a business, it's called Universal Roofing Contracting. We help people with their roofing, siding, and window needs. And uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's possibly supposed to get some thunderstorms today. Uh, so if you want to call my office at six four seven thirty nine zero seven, and uh, if you are concerned about your roof or you have a leak or something like that, six four seven thirty nine zero seven is my office number. But if you want to call with your home improvement questions number to dial here 3401045 we um uh we uh, have or i have with me today uh um uh, uh, Jim Sellers, uh, he is the director of sales for Renewal by Anderson. How are you doing today, man? Pretty good. How are you? Good. We have uh, an exclusive relationship with Renewal by Anderson, uh, the best window replacement uh, company in the world, uh, Renewal by Anderson. And so we're going to talk today about window replacement uh, and about Fibrex. What is Fibrex? Uh, it is a great material, the best material, uh, to uh, to uh, make a window out of. Uh, it's called Fibrex, and we're going to he- learn more about that today. Uh, if you are thinking about replacing your windows, Renewal by Anderson is the company and is the product uh, to use. And by the way, if you want to call Renewal by Anderson, number to dial 855-871-7377. That is a toll-free number, one 855 or if you want to call with your uh, home improvement questions, uh, you can do that today. Uh, number to dial 340-1045. Now, what type of questions can you call with? Really anything having to do with home improvement. I'm a licensed contractor. In fact, I have uh, four state licenses. I'm a residential contractor, building general contractor, as well as a roofing contractor. Uh, I have remodeled homes for years and years. And uh, so most questions I should be able to answer. Uh, and again, eight, uh, the number to dial, 340-1045. All right. So let's go to Mark in Mandarin. Uh, Mark, you're in the house. How can we help you? Yes. I was calling today because you have, uh, last couple of weeks, some questions about softeners. And I thought yes. it was interesting. 
um, in Duval County. Is that where you're located? Uh, well, we're all throughout uh, North Florida, but uh, but yeah, we do work all throughout North Florida. So we we work in Duval County. We work in uh, yeah most of the counties okay. in, in North Florida. Well, I do too. My I have I'm a contractor and I have a business oh, in Duval, and you do need a permit for putting in a water softener in Duval County. Yes. Okay, and there's been some questions, and the main concern is cross connections, and that involves the potable water line to the drain. Right. And what uh, one guy called in and he said something about don't hook the drain line to the salt tank. That was a well driller two weeks ago. Yes, yes, sir. Yep. Called in. Yep, I and do remember a, that. That's a common mistake. And a master water treatment installer knows things that a plumber doesn't know. Yep. Plumbers can put in a lot of things that we can't put in. Right. Like toilets and water heaters and things like that. But as far as the water treatment, you really should have someone test the water and see exactly if you've got high chlorine or if it's high sulfur on a well before you just go buy one and put it in, because it could be wasted money. Yep. And there are companies that fix things instead of just replacing them. So the main reason for my call was to let you know that there is a permit required and there are professionals out there that don't rip people off Yep. that have affordable prices, and it's a situation where um, a couple, or last week I tried to get through, and just to go to the big box store and buy one and put one in isn't the best deal because those are like one system fixes all. Yep. So I just wanted to state that and see if you had any input on that. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. You know, we get uh, we get questions all the time about whether or not a permit is required for something. And when somebody asks me that question, if I answer the question yes, even if I don't even hear the rest of the question, and in other words, they say, is a permit required to replace fascia around the house? And all I hear is, is a permit required? Uh, and the phone cuts out. Uh, and I answer yes, I'm going to be right about 95% of the time. The the thing is, is that permits are required for most stuff, uh, and it would include any plumbing item, and which would include, of course, the installation of a water softener, because you are you in order to install it, you do have to modify the plumbing of the home, and so uh, so most municipalities would require a permit for it. So, great uh, great advice, uh, great information. You know what's interesting about water softeners is, and we have gotten a lot of questions over the last. A little bit uh, about water softeners that we just seem to be on that. Uh, uh, it's you know I've noticed uh, in doing this show for years and years that it goes in cycles. We just find that we get a lot of questions about one topic and and then you know you don't get a question about it again for you know for another year. But uh, we have been on a, a, a water softener cycle here for whatever reason. But um, I do find that. Uh, water softener companies in general have gotten a bad name, and there's a few companies out there, large companies, who have d- uh, taken a, a, a heavy sales approach uh, to water softeners and have uh, decided to charge, you know, outrageous uh, prices on them. And for whatever reason, water softener companies have gotten a really bad name. And so, uh, I'm glad that you called and 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 chatted about this, and uh, and uh, you sound like a like a great guy, honest guy. And so, if you want to give me your contact information uh, off the air, then uh, I, I don't mind if uh, people uh, want your information. I can. 
can uh, pass that information along. We're always looking for good uh, companies to, to be able to refer. So thank you, Mark, for, uh, for calling with that information. I, I do appreciate it. Uh, number to dial here is 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. Uh, and by the way, uh, Mark, if you want to email me, it's uh, questions at universalroofjacks.com or questions at inthehouseshow.com, and I'll uh, make sure to pass your information along. All right, uh, let's see. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Wesley in Mandarin. Wesley, you're in the house. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Doing great. Thanks. How can we help you? Yes, I'm pretty new to the Florida area, and we purchased a house that is uh, the front. It's a Kakina finish, mm-hmm. and I'm not familiar with Kakina construction at all, and I guess I have a couple of questions. One is, can Kakina be painted, successfully painted, to where you know the paint will last? Because right now it's just that old drab, gray, white kakina color that uh, I see most of the houses in the area. And my next question is, the bottom of the kakina, or the, the landscaping beds are above the bottom of the kakina. And from, from my experience with houses, that you, you typically want like a four to six inch elevation difference, you know, one for termite reasons and others for drainage. So is, is that not a concern with the kakina as far as termites? So, question is, can Kakina be painted successfully, and is there a termite issue with not having that elevation difference? With sure. And just to, just to confirm, and just to confirm, because there's two different uh, Kokina installations. One is is that we have uh, we find where there's an actual Kokina stone, uh, the actual stone material that is installed on the outside, and then there, it's set in mortar, and there's separate actual Kokina stones. And then we have a coquina stucco, which basically is a stu- cementous material that has coquina built into it, but it's, it's, it is a smooth surface. You are talking about the second, correct? Well, that's not, it's not a smooth surface. As you can see, the little coquinas, uh, it's like they just rolled it in. Well, I mean, uh, I say smooth in... Yeah, yeah. I say smooth in that there's not like big 8-inch coquina stones separated by mortar, Correct. Correct. That is correct. You're yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm not saying it's completely smooth, moderately smooth in comparison to the actual stones. Okay. So yes, that is um, uh, the second one is is what we're talking about here. So yes, it can be painted. Um, uh, it, to answer the first part of the question, almost anything can be painted. It's whether or not that paint will it actually adhere to it, and what what uh, what steps you need to take in order to prepare it. So anytime you're painting over the top of something existing, you want to make sure that it's it's uh, you get a nice clean surface and so um, uh, so the preparation is key when when painting over the top of anything and so if you go to the the paint supply store and let them know exactly what it is that you're painting over they're going to recommend uh, you know one that you clean it really well and then there's specific primers uh, and sealers that you would want to use before painting it but yes you can paint it uh, uh, for sure so that's the the first part of the question second part of the question is talks about um, uh, how far off of the ground should it really be now we do not want to see any stucco whether it's coquina uh, uh, or whether it's just a regular stucco material we don't want to see that all the way down to the ground
around. Now, in the uh, in construction done in the 70s, 80s, into the 90s, and even part of the 2000s, it's really common to see wood frame construction. The coquina stucco uh, uh, or coquino siding material come down and touch the ground. That is a concern because water can actually um, uh, come into the wood frame construction. We're not concerned about the stucco uh, getting wet or water going into the stucco. We're concerned about the water uh, wicking its way up and getting on the wood frame. And so anytime it goes down and touches the ground, it is a concern. So um, uh, now... As a solution to that, depending on how it's terminated, there's a couple different things that we can do. What we have been able to do in the past is we can actually saw cut through the coquina, install a specific piece of flashing that actually comes in and goes behind the secondary water barrier behind that coquina stucco, and then it has a drainage plane built into it so that that way as the water gets behind it, down at the bottom, there's a weep, what's called a weep screed, which allows the water uh, to actually drain out down at the bottom. So there is a way to modify it. And many people, though, will uh, get rid of the coquina and they'll go with something else. Uh, hardy siding, uh, hardy board siding is the best type of exterior siding uh, material, in my opinion. So I personally like that. There are ways that you can go over the top of the coquina, and then there are ways that you would uh, then remove it. Um, but... Um, we always give free estimates, uh, and we always take a look at uh, stuff like that for free. We'd be more than happy to send one of our guys over to take a look at it uh, and give you some advice. Uh, our office number is 647-3907. Again, 647-3907. All right, we need to take – thank you, Wesley, for that call. If you want to take his line, call with a home improvement question. Number to dial, 340-1045. Again, of course, area code 904-340-1045. You're listening in the house. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back. In the house with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered here. Today, it's In the House with Jared and Jim. That's right. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, it does, it does. That has a good ring to yeah, it. I think so. And then I get first billing. You know, it's Jared and Jim. Jim and Jared, Jared and Jim. Yeah. As opposed to Ken and Jared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting you're getting bumped out of there, and you seem to do do most of the heavy lifting on this radio show. <laughs> well, there's no actual heavy lifting <laughs> no, that's true, that's true. involved. It's heavy talking. <laughs> that is true. That's for thankfully sure. not heavy breathing. <laughs> uh, and I think that you are slightly older than me by right. like 17 years or no, something. No, like uh, <laughs> six months, I think. Uh, yeah, something six like months. that. That's a lot of wisdom in those six months, though. That is, that is true. And so uh, Jim uh, um, uh, runs uh, our Renewal by Anderson division, and uh, and so he's here to talk about window replacement. And so if you have a home improvement question, a window replacement question, uh, you can give us a call, 340-1045. But let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Chris in Nocatee. Chris, you're in the house. How can we help you? Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I'm Thank you. Calling about, um, uh, I'm new to the area as well as your last caller, and you asked one of my questions previously whether or not I would need a building permit uh, for pergola, and I'm assuming I would since you said about 95% of the time you do. But my other two questions, um, up north, pergola, we will dig our foundation for the, uh, and then we will strap our Pergola verticals to those posts. Um, down here, I'm told a lot of people just bury their posts down. So my question is, how deep do they need to go? And I assume you do have to put some drainage underneath. And 
Is there something in Florida that? Yeah, your phone. Yeah, your phone's your phone's breaking up some. So I'm going to answer the question as I as best as I can. I only heard I only heard part of it. So. In regards to the so in regards to the permit, yes, if it is a structure that is that is permanently attached, you absolutely need a need a permit. Um, now, the, most municipalities are uh, are really helpful in that regard. So, if you go to you know uh, whatever municipality you are in, uh, and uh, go to the building department and say, hey, listen, I'm thinking about building the pergola. Uh, it, you, you'll need a copy of your survey. You'll need to mark on the survey where you're installing it. You'll need to, some sort of plans. Now, most municipalities, they will allow you to actually just kind of draw it out yourself. Some municipalities are going to require that you have a, a set set of plans that are then stamped by a structural engineer, uh, but uh, we can, you know, refer somebody to you that would that can help you with that. Um, and then you had talked about the posts and uh, whether to set them in concrete uh, or whether to build a slab or a footer and then attach them to it or whether or not to just bury the post. I I would much rather not bury the post. I think it's a it's a much better installation uh, to go ahead and build some sort of footer uh, and then attach it to it. Wouldn't you agree, Jim? I do agree, yes. If you can get that foot in there, maybe put a little bit of steel in it and then use one of the Simpsons uh, strong tie uh, tie downs to to attach it to that uh, footer. You're going to be going to be much better off. You're not ever going to have to worry about you know dealing with uh, even though the posts are pressure treated typically or at least cypress or something. Um, you don't have to worry about uh, rot because even underground at, at a certain amount of time, even pressure treated is going to going to start be susceptible to to bugs and to moisture damage and rot. Yeah, it will rot over time. If you have wood ex- ex- exposed, pressure treated, not, it, it is going to rot, and especially when you put it in the ground. I mean, it's literally, you know, it's it's getting moisture all the time, bugs all the time. So, um, uh, uh, so yes, I, I would absolutely, um, uh, you know, use the straps and, and the concrete method uh, for sure. So thanks for that question. And uh, uh, speaking of wood, uh, you know, and rot, uh, that's why uh, uh, Renewal by Anderson windows are so much better than regular wood windows is because they're made of a material called Fibrex uh, that doesn't rot. That is correct. And Fibrex, it's a really neat material. Um, it is uh, takes some of the bo- best of both worlds, some wood as well as some uh, uh, some polymer base, and they've created this product that really gives the look, the real beauty of a wood window without all the pain and the butt maintenance and painting and all those things you have to you have to do with wood windows so even though i do i've always loved wood windows i thought they were beautiful i thought nothing could ever look as good as a wood window until i found the fibrex window by renewal by anderson yeah it really is a great product and if you're thinking about replacing your windows uh, renewal by anderson uh the toll-free number one eight five five eight seven one seven three seven seven or renewal by anderson dot com again one eight five five eight seven one seven three seven seven. Alright, we need to take a quick break. When we come back we've got Tim in the South Side has a question about windows. Uh, moisture in the panes. Very good question. And then we've got Bill in Arlington has a question about uh, uh, about our business, uh, whether or not we perform certain type of work. And so we're going to get to both of those questions 
questions. If you want to email us a question, you can go to our website, uh, universalroofjacks.com. Send us an email, questions at universalroofjacks.com. And uh, uh, if you are thinking about doing any sort of home improvement, but especially uh, roofing, siding, or windows, we'd be uh, honored to be part of that project. You can call our office, 647-3907. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come right back with more In the House with Jared and Jim. That's right. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues with In the House with Ken and Jared. For all your questions on roofing, siding, and home improvement, call 340-1045. Ken and Jared at Universal Roof are ready to answer your questions. In the House on News 1045 WOKV. Before we do, you need to know our entire listening area is under a severe thunderstorm watch until 1 p.m. The WOKV Severe Weather Center is active, and we will let you know when or if any warnings are issued. Stay tuned to News 104.5 WOKV, your weather station. All right, so let's go to Tim on the south side. Tim, you're in the house. How can we help you? Yes, sir. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I've built my house in 2001. I do have hurricane-proof windows. Within the first 10 years, I had about, uh, I'd say, seven or eight of them fail with moisture in between the double panes. Hmm. Um, I got with the builder. He he gave me the uh, company that he used to install the windows, which is a local company here. Um, they came out, looked at the windows, determined that it was a manufacturer defect, um, replaced them, and all they did was charge me for installation. Well, this year, and probably in the last six months, I've had eight more of them fail. Called them, and they said that they would not cover them. I'm thinking, well, that's not a very long warranty. <clears throat> in today's standards, most of the time you get these windows, they're lifetime warranty. Um, what would you suggest that I do? Uh, you know, the, the windows... Some of them have failed at the top, not the bottom, the ones that slide up and down. I've got some designer windows with um, designs in the panes, and some of the, those have failed. Um, but I turned on the 104.5, which I listen to all the time, and heard you guys. I'm thinking, let me call in and ask them what to do. Yeah. Uh, are they uh, wood, vinyl, aluminum? What uh, what type of window is it? Vinyl. Vinyl, right. yeah. Well, there are, you know, it's it kind of depends on, you know, kind of how far you want to take it. Of course, we would love for you to replace them, but uh, but I would probably try going directly to the manufacturer at least, you know, rather than going because that is one of the struggles with the replacement market these days is that there are manufacturers, then there are distributors, then there are subcontractors which install them. So you could, you know, you could try to go directly to the manufacturer and uh, and rather than going through that middleman. Um, uh, you know, seeing what they would do at that point, especially if you have all, if you had the home built, you know, you were the original buyer. So, I would probably at least pursue that round uh, and and see, you know, what happens there. Yeah, and you know, the, and that is one of the problems that we find is that a lot of times what'll happen is is because there's multiple uh, people that end up touching it. There's the builder. There's the. Let me break in here for a couple of minutes just to let you know. Um, Jared just mentioned that there was a severe thunderstorm warning. This is a pre-recorded show. There is, in fact, no thunderstorm warning at the moment. Now let's get you back into the show, and we'll join it already in progress. 
you know, if you don't jump through all these hoops and all of a sudden the warranty isn't in, in place. And so that's one of the advantages to Renewal by Anderson is that it's the manufacturer, the installer, it's all the same person. There is no uh, finger pointing. It's, it's, it's literally all the same. Now, this problem that you're experiencing, which is the seal uh, in the uh, 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 failing, is an extremely common problem with vinyl windows. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's interesting. They, a lot of times they say manufacture defect, but the truth is, is it's just part of what happens with that manufacturing process. You know what I mean? It's just with vinyl windows, it's just that we find that that just really is a really common problem. That is absolutely true because the vinyl is, uh, you know, it is it's pliable, you know, more pliable than uh, than you would like for the strength of a window. Um, vinyl will, you know, when it gets heated up, and then of course, if you're anywhere near the coast or even anywhere in Florida, really you get strong winds during the heat. So, so really, what happens is that seal where the glass is glazed in, you know, it starts to, to starts to rupture, and then of course you get seal failure. And so uh, that is one of the reasons that Anderson developed the Renewal by Anderson product, so you would have the strength um, for those for that type of situation not to occur. So yeah, sorry, sorry you're going through this, but contacting the manufacturer directly is um, is a good option. If um, um, you know, but I, realistically, that is something that chances are is going to continue to happen. This is you know probably the beginning of problems, not the end. Especially around 2001 to now, it's about 15 years. That's ex- exactly when we see that most people are replacing their vinyl re- their vinyl windows. It's a shame they should last longer. But it is what it is. Um, and so uh, let us know if we can help you with that. Renewal by Anderson. Uh, the number to dial is 1-855-871-7377. Again, 855-871-7377. And uh, sorry you're going through that, Tim. Uh, let us know if there's anything that uh, that we can help with. Uh, we um, you know, help you in any way that we can. And thanks for listening today. We we do certainly appreciate that. All right, let's go to Bill in Arlington. Bill, you're in the house. How can we help yes, you? Jared, quick question. I won't burn much your time. Sure. Uh, do you also contract your roofing process? So it depends. Uh, we have some in-house crews, and then we use some subcontractors, uh, depending on uh, the extent of work and the amount of work and the type of work. So many many projects we do in-house, uh, and some projects we subcontract out. Either way, it's overseen by our in-house employees, no matter what. You know, as as a businessman, what I look like, it, we know that 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 uh, roofing is a is a very cyclical. Um, uh, process. We know that uh, that when there's bad weather, more people get their roofs done. And so, as a business, what happens is is I have to have the ability to expand and contract how much work we do based on the 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 marketplace and the weather. So, what I have found is that we use a our in-house employees as a as a base, and then we use some subcontractors to expand and contract the amount of work that we can do based on how uh, how what's actually going on. So the answer is we do both. All right. 
Now, that tone uh, is a severe weather alert. Um, a severe thunderstorm warning is in effect until 10. Uh, no, it isn't, Jared. In fact, you're listening to a pre-recorded show. There is no severe thunderstorm warning in effect, just to let you know that. And I think that's the last time he mentions it. So let me get you back into the show. And again, you're listening to In the House on News 104.5 WOKV. For all your weather alerts, again, a severe thunderstorm warning is in effect until 1015 for Clay County. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, more home improvement talk. If you have a question for us, number to dial is 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. You're in the house on News 104.5 WOKB. Welcome back to In the House with Ken and Jared. Before we get to more home improvement contact, there is a severe thunderstorm warning is in effect until 10.15 a.m. for all of Clay County. You will continue to hear that tone repeated until the warning is over. The warning is over. The warning was over a couple of weeks ago when this show aired. So I just want to let you know that real quick. And now let's get back to the In the House. This is a previously recorded show for all of Clay County. All right, so welcome back to the show, In the House with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered. Today, it's In the House with Jared and Jim, and uh, we are answering your home improvement questions. Uh, uh, Our uh, window replacement division, Renewal by Anderson, uh, is here to answer your window replacement questions. And if you want to call for a window replacement quote, number to dial is 855-871-7377. That's a toll-free number. You know, they always used to just be 1-800 numbers. Now there's like 1-800-1-866-844-855. I get confused. I do, I do, too. I guess we ran out of 800 numbers. Is that the scenario? I assume. Right. I, I didn't use any. I don't know. I didn't run out. I know. But. I did, yeah. I don't know what's going on. So uh, some people might wonder just when, how do I even know if I need to replace my uh, my windows? And, you know, basically if you go over to your window and it's in a you know, very common in Florida until a couple years ago was aluminum, single glazed windows, you know, incredibly inefficient as far as energy consumption goes and, uh, and, and not the most beautiful windows in particular. They're functional. Um, and so that's important. But, uh, you know, so if you have a single glaze, you are, uh, are, you're air conditioning the outside and, uh, and that's difficult to do, uh, to air condition the outside. So if you get a chance, uh, you'd like to have Renewal by Anderson come out and give you an estimate on what it would take to replace your windows. You can give us a call at one eight five five eight seven one seven three seven seven. All right, so let's go to Rob on the south side. Rob, you're in the house. How can we help you? Rob, are you there? This is Robert in Middleburg. Oh, yep. Sorry, I. Um... Uh, I have two Rob or Roberts on the uh, uh, on my screen. So Robert okay. in Middleburg, that's you. Sorry about that. Uh, you're okay. in the house. How can I help you? <laughs> uh, yes, I have a, a 1995 mobile home that um, I've got a back door that the bottom of it has rotted out due to you know weather exposure, rain, and so forth. Um, but it's it's hard for me to find somebody since it's a, a different type of size door. Uh, to have that replaced. Is there anybody in town that might be able to, uh, you know, custom order that door and install it with a new frame? There are usually um, people that specialize in uh, a mobile home type um, products, so they are very unusual size. That is, 
uh, for sure. So uh, typically, you know, if you go to a, a community that is primarily mobile home, they typically have a handyman. I know there are definitely suppliers that supply those sizes, and then but you can also have uh, you know doors made at a mill shop as well. Yeah. Uh, in order now, uh, what I would do is, who's the manufacturer of that uh, of that mobile home, and are they still in business? Uh, it is a Palm Harbor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're still in business. They are. Yep, they Palm are, Harbor yes. still is in business. And so what I would do is if you just uh, uh, Google Palm Harbor Mobile Homes, you should be able to find the manufacturer, and uh, they should be able to uh, give you uh, some um, uh, recommendation on um, uh, on that size door. So that's what I would do is I would contact uh, Palm Harbor Homes. I know for a fact they are still in business. Uh, and um, and they should be able to, to put you in the right direction. But you're right, it is custom sizes. So you can have one specially made, but you're going to be way better off getting a hold of the manufacturer and having them uh, tell you uh, where you can get that specific door. Okay, yeah, because it's, it's hard for me to even find somebody that's going to come out, remove the old one out, and, you know, put the new one with a frame in, you know. Well, it's a lot easier if you have the right size. You know, it's a it's a it's a moderately easy job. You know, like a handyman, good handyman can do it if you have the right size. If it's not the right size, then it takes some serious craftsmanship. And so, because of that, um, uh, that's where I would start. Is I would start with the manufacturer, and they may be able, it may even be able to tell you a person locally here who could uh, install it for you. But that's where I would start. Terrific. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, brother. Now let's go to the other Rob, uh, Rob in Southside. Rob, how you doing, man? Uh, doing great, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, listen, uh, I've lived in Jacksonville the last seven years. Unfortunately, I'm leaving Jacksonville, heading over to the west coast of Florida. Going to be living on the water. I've got three questions. I bought a foreclosure house, which has got a really good deal, So, but i got some fixing up to do. So the three questions are, is I have to install a new septic tank, and I've been reading and been recommending my proposal to go with what they call a dosing station in the, in the septic tank. So I want, want your opinion of that. Sure. Uh, the, the second has to do is I'm going to replace most of the siding because there is some rot and stuff, and one is around the window. But uh, uh, as far as hardy board or your recommendation on type of siding, again, I'm right on the, the, the west coast Gulf of Mexico. And the third one is your roofing question. Uh I, I, I'm probably going to go with an architectural shingle. However, I do have one area of my roof which is too, too, not sloped enough to go shingle, and they were talking about putting the membrane down. Mm-hmm. My question on that is, is there an issue for me to do that little bit over my back patio? It's maybe 50 feet long. Do that with metal and rest of it architectural shingles. So that's a, that's a lot of questions to squeeze in, and we've only got a few minutes left, so I'm going to answer all of them as best as I can. So I'm going to start with the end first. I'm going to start with the roofing question. So, yeah, so uh, shingles uh, can be used on anything that is a 212 slope and greater. Slope is measured what's called rise over run. So for every uh, 12 inches that it travels horizontally, how many inches does it rise vertically? 212 and above is when you can use shingles. If it's less than that, then you have to use some sort of commercial roofing system. The most most common is a material called modified bitumen, uh, uh, also called torch down or modified, or some people call it a rubber roof, but some sort of uh, single ply membrane. Modified would be the 
probably the most common that would be used. Uh, you can do metal instead. In fact, I actually like that option. Uh, there are so, a lot of metal panels that are designed uh, to go over slopes as low as 112, sometimes even as a half a 12, 0.05 12. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, you can use some sort of metal. Uh, you do have to be cautious. Uh, the metal itself won't be a problem. But wherever you're transitioning between two dissimilar types of material, so when you're transitioning from the shingle to the metal or from the shingle to the membrane or the membrane to the metal, that transition is, is a very – is the key point to making sure that it's actually going to be waterproof. And so – that's the area where you're going to have to uh, to really pay attention, and so uh, make sure that you're hiring, you know, a, a, a professional. And if you uh, if you email me, I might be able to give you the name of somebody that works in that area. I know a lot of uh, contractors throughout the state, and I, I'm not sure if I know one over the, exactly where you're moving. But if you email me questions at inthehouseshow.com or questions at universalroofjacks.com, then I can uh, I can help you with that. Um, Siding, uh, 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 by far the best siding material is made by uh, James Hardy Corporation. Uh, Hardy Board, by not even close, is the is the best siding material to use. So that I would definitely recommend James Hardy Siding. They have a lot of different styles, textures, and uh, you can look uh, in that individual area. If you go to um, uh, jameshardy.com. Uh, you can uh, choose contractors in each individual area. Uh, uh, we do work uh, in a large part of the state, um, but um, depending on where you are, we may not do work in that area, uh, but, um, but James Hardy Corporation. And then with septic, um, I, could, I could do five minutes uh, just on the different types of septic systems, and, uh, and I don't have that amount of time, but... Um, the key with a good septic system is having enough space for drainage and whether or not you need to do a lift station. And then there's multiple the, – now we're usually doing multiple tanks. And so uh, there's, a, there's a whole process with septic. And, um, and so – but the key is really getting a good contractor because you can have the best product in the world or best design in the world. But if it's not done properly, then it's going to be a problem. So uh, sorry I couldn't get in greater detail on that, but we're, we're coming towards the end of the show. And there's still a few things that I need to chat about but good luck with that move sorry you're gonna uh you're gonna leave our great jacksonville area but uh good luck on the beach there are far worse places to move though that's that doesn't sure. sound that bad yeah yeah it doesn't sound that bad in fact jim and i may come with you yeah yeah that's right all right thanks thanks rob we appreciate your call so you know when it comes to to um uh, to to roofing, I want to spend a couple minutes here because we are under a severe thunderstorm wa- uh, warning until 10:15 uh, this morning through all of Clay County, and and uh, they say I don't know who they are, but they say that this is going to be a bad weather year, and uh, so if you haven't had your roof checked out, uh, you need to have it looked at. We would be honored uh, to take a look at that roof for you. Our business, Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, all right, this is your last reminder. We are not, in fact, under severe thunderstorm warning this show was pre-recorded it aired a couple of weeks ago as a matter of fact it's a beautiful day outside mike burrish will have your full forecast coming up in a few minutes um i want to thank jared again for um doing that show pre-recorded today and right now i'm going to send it into break and then smart money's coming up next right here on news 104.5 wokv you've worked hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft LifeLock Ultimate
Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.